0: Hello, and welcome to Harp Column Podcast, taking you behind the stories in Harp Column from a practical harpist perspective. My name is Christina Finch, and I will be your guide to all things harp. Music for today's episode comes from the new Chicago Harp Quartet CD, Dance Sketches. For episode 44, we welcome back Keila Walton, author of Rules for Relocating, a sounding board article published in the January-February 2019 issue of Harp Column. Keela has lived in three places in the past five years and has a bunch of great advice for anyone setting up shop in a new place. But that's not what we're going to talk about today. Hop in this time machine and journey way back to November 2018 with me to this interview with Keila about her article on role models from the November-December 2018 issue. So without further ado, Keila Walton, discussing her article, What Makes a Musical Role Model.
1: I have to say, I'm just, I have a hard time coming up with article ideas. And so nine times out of 10, <laughs> Allison's the one who's like, here's this big long list, pick something. And so this was the one that I chose from her list. It's like, ooh, that looks challenging and fun. Yeah, I'd love to write this. So yeah, it was, it was her idea. And, and I was really nervous I wasn't going to get enough responses because as you know, publishing timelines are what they are, and there's not flexibility there. And so I emailed out the questions to a whole bunch of people and gave them a deadline of about a week, you know, because so people are busy. And by the end of the deadline, I had like five responses. <laughs> and so I was like, Oh, dear, this is not going to be very good. And so I followed up with some people and, you know, emailed some other people, you know, because kept thinking about who else would be interesting to hear from. What I was trying to do was find a big representation of harpists, you know? And so I wanted male, female, lever harpists, pedal harpists, performers, teachers, people at every stage of their career, whether they're just starting out or like the biggest harp icon you can think of. I wanted everybody's perspective. So I was very pleased when I finally got some responses from people who weren't so quick on the draw initially. (laughs) But yeah, they were...
0: They were great. Yeah, I thought you got a, a really great diverse selection of people. I as I was reading through your article, you know, it's people that you would kind of expect, and then you're like, ooh, ooh, and then you get like the Juanito Rivera down at the bottom, and it, mm-hmm. that was so unexpected. And, mm-hmm. and then, oh, Suzanne McDonald, no big deal, <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not exactly who I was expecting to hear from, but yeah, I never thought of the way you described a role model in, in your article as someone who offers an accessible pattern of
1: living. Yeah, well, and again, you know, Alison Reese is so great as an editor, and she was the one who originally found that definition on a cooking blog. And I went and read the blog post, and it was like, yes, exactly, this is so thought-provoking. It's such a great way to approach this.
0: Were you surprised by any of the responses that you got
1: from the people that you asked? Somewhat. Grace Browning's response about her youth orchestra conductor. It makes so much sense, but it wasn't your typical answer. And and I loved it for that reason too. Um, and a couple of these were people who responded to harp column asking the question on social media. And I, I think my personal favorite was probably Carter Williams. And she was one who responded on social media because uh, I, I don't know her. She's a harp student in California. And she, yeah, I just loved it that it was this great peer role model, and her voice and her answer was just so uniquely hers. I just I enjoyed adding that part very much.
0: One person we didn't get to hear from in Keela's article was Keila herself. Sometimes there just isn't enough room on the page to fit in everything, but that's where I come in. Here they are, Keila's role models.
1: I would have to say that I have role models in all these categories. Definitely, my first in this case it was a piano teacher. When I was very young, I started Suzuki piano at five, and she just made learning into a game. Uh, also, my mom, Julia, and Stephanie talked about how their parents were role models and. My mom taught me to be organized. She was always taking me to performances and concerts and showing me that that's an important part of being a musician and learning, even though she's not a musician herself. Along the lines of teachers, my college teacher, Paula Page, I really learned from her this concept of acceptance. You know, because she had students of amazing caliber that went on to win big jobs and major competitions. And that was not what I was doing. But she encouraged me to really follow my love of teaching and to let me be myself in her studio. You know, I didn't have to fit into this one little mold. And and then just other harpists, you know, some of, some of my friends, I love how they approach things. I'm always learning from them. Delane Leonard with my Suzuki training. She's amazing to watch teach Uh, and any chance I get, I I ask her, can I please come observe some lessons whenever I'm back in Texas? Because she's just incredible at working with young children and being really effective. There's a lot of people when you stop and think about it. (laughs)
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Harp Column Academy, where you can find lessons from master teachers wherever you are. Newly uploaded videos include a how to play from June Hahn on Aubard du Rousseau by Henriette Renier, and an awesome explanation of 5-7 alterations by Parks Dickney. If you haven't checked out everything that Harp Column Academy has to offer recently, you're seriously missing out. Head over to www.harpcolumnacademy.com today to join and stay up to date on all of the newest lessons. So we spent the first half of the episode talking about role models, what makes one, the different kinds there are, and how important they are. Now it's time for us to hear from two people who are undoubtedly on the list of role models for more than a few of you listening. The first and second prize winners of the 20th International Harp Contest in Israel, Linka Petrovic of Serbia and Joel von Lerber of Switzerland. I asked them each a super broad question and asked for a relatively short response. Not something that's easily done, but Linka and Joel rose to the challenge and sent me these spectacular responses to the question, what was the most memorable or meaningful part of your experience at the competition? First, we'll hear from Linka,
2: then Joel. Competing in the 20th International Harp Contest in Israel was a wonderful experience for me. All contestants stayed in the same hotel in Akko, and the atmosphere at the whole competition was wonderful. It was great seeing some old friends which I knew from other competitions and festivals, but it was also nice making new ones. I think the most memorable part for me was rehearsing the repertoire for the third stage of the competition. In this stage we played chamber music by Jackie Bear, a trio for violin, cello and harp, and trios by Joseph Haydn arranged for the flute, cello and harp. I remember how we got the results on the final day of the second stage late in the evening. I felt really tired, but I knew that right next day in the morning, I had a rehearsal with the ensemble. We had 45 minutes to rehearse the Iber trio and 45 minutes in the afternoon to rehearse the Haydn trio. I was very lucky to have had the opportunity to work on and perform the Iber trio twice at Aspen Music Festival last summer. It was such an invaluable experience for me and it helped me so much when I finally got the chance to play it in Israel. I never, however, played the Highland Trio before the contest, so I felt a little nervous about it. When the rehearsal with the Trio in Israel ended, the nervousness somehow went away. It was really a joy making music with these professional musicians. They were so supportive and kind, and really helpful. I felt very inspired by them, and it reminded me that no matter what happens in the competition, I am really lucky to be a musician and I really love performing music. It is a never-ending journey of learning, discovery, and persistence.
3: Hi everyone, this is Joel. Many greetings from Berlin. There were so many memorable parts, of course, I mean, I met a lot of people, I mean, a lot of harpists, a lot of new harpists, a lot of harpists that I knew already before from other competitions, and we had a lot of great time there, because we all went through the same process. And then all of a sudden, you're sitting there with each other, and everybody has his own story and his own life. But uh, I mean, everybody prepared for this and invested us a lot of time. So I mean, the most meaningful part of the competition probably for me is working this program and actually the competition itself i mean in the time you are there in ACO, is the smallest part of the whole procedure because i i've been working for this program for one and a half years maybe maybe even a bit more i mean some pieces i played longer but i mean i played them many times i prepared them really well and the fact to know that I was able to deliver this program in my way that I practiced, this was meant a lot for me and also did a lot to my self-confidence as I harpist. Because I I have to say, since this competition is over and I was really lucky, there were many circumstances that led to the fact that I won the second prize there. Since this happened, I play with another self-confidence because I know I'm able to present things in a way that I worked for, of course, it doesn't mean that I play perfect now. And I still have my mistakes and my things that don't go the way. But it really changed something in my way of making music. And I'm much more relaxed about these things now. Because this is really a very, very high pressure. And I wish everyone good luck and lots of energy to do something like this and yeah i mean i will never forget in my life how it was to work on such a program and i would say this is the most memorable part more or less i wish you a beautiful day enjoy
0: That's it for our 44th episode. Many thanks to Kila Walton, Linka Petrovic, and Joel von Lerber for joining us today. Interviews by our Israel correspondent Sunita Stanislau with Linka, Joel, and the third prize winner Marina Fradden of Israel can be found in the January-February 2019 issue of Harp Column. Music for today's episode comes from the new Chicago Harp Quartet CD, Dance Sketches, Reviewed in the January-February issue of Harp Column by Allison Young. To learn more about Harp Column, please visit www.harpcolumn.com and subscribe today to gain access to current and past issues, as well as a lot of great web content. My name is Dr. Christina Finch, and we at Harp Column hope that you have a spectacular week.